Welcome to the Cashflow is Confidence podcast, where I will teach you how to create a coaching business step by step. I'm Jocelyn Chong, life and business coach with 20 years of banking and finance experience. I am passionate to help you build your dream business and live your best life. Welcome back to all the audience that have been tuning in. I'm so delighted to have you back and I'm so glad that you are putting this on your ears because today I have got Kaya Hunter who is a coach specializing in an audience after the age of 40. So for those of you who are inching into that age group, you want to tune your ears towards this because she is going to share with you some really strong nuggets of wisdom and I'm going to get her to introduce herself. So Kaya Hunter, welcome to the show. Tell us a bit about who you are. Uh, thanks, Jocelyn. I'm so um, so happy and excited to be here. So my name is Kaya, like you said. I am a life and success coach for women 40 plus. Yeah, and, you know, help women from anything from kind of, you know, being feeling stressed and overwhelmed, relationships, over-drinking, over-eating, setting goals for the future so that they can live the best second half of their life that they possibly can. Amazing. So tell us three fun facts about you. Oh, three fun facts. I don't know if this is fun. I'm a single mum. I have, I live in Queensland. I have, there's more animals in our house than our humans. We have three cats and a dog. And my other big passion, apart from my businesses, is travel. Can't wait for the world to open up and to travel again. So I am a complete travel obsessed junkie love it (laughs) amazing i am also a travel junkie so tell us three countries that's on your vision board to go to the moment the borders just open wide oh yes okay so they are all on my vision board funnily enough thailand was we were supposed to go to thailand in 2019 but covid so we didn't make it there so uh, sorry thailand is next on the list japan and the USA again. So I've been to Thailand, I've been to the USA, haven't been to Japan before. You will love Japan. I was in Japan in 2018 and I was in Tokyo, Osaka, and Mm. also in uh, another part of um, Japan, which escapes my mind now. But the food, the freshness, the people, the culture, the vibrancy, the lights of all the different shopping centers it is so amazing and i cannot wait to go back to japan again and do their amazing bath that Mm. is just so deep such a great detoxing ritual so yes make sure you explore that but there's so much to do in japan and uh, definitely a country must go to if someone in our audience haven't visited Japan as well. And no doubt, USA is always another country that we all want to go back. There's so many conferences that I wish I was there last year, could not attend. But this uh, coming run, when the international borders come, I just want to go back again. So, yes. Yeah, absolutely. I definitely want to do the same conferences and I've got friends old friends over there and clients over there as well so I want to go and uh, do all of the things in the US I can't wait 
Amazing. Let's move to a little bit more about your business. Kaya, you mentioned mm-hmm. that your business is focusing for women after the age of 40. They want to be, live their next half of their life in the most delightful way. So let's go a bit more about why it matters for them to make sure that the next part of their life is far more enriching and that you are going to support them in their growth in that aspect. Yeah. Look, I think for me, I, uh, I'm i 52. I started my coaching business. I launched it at 49. Uh, I still actually own and operate another business in the financial services area. And I took over that business at 47. So I really just wanted you know, women to know that it's not too late. You know, you don't have to hit 40 and just let life happen to you. There's absolutely still time. And it's, you know, that expression, you know, you're not too old and it's not too late. Uh, it's definitely a mantra of mine. And I think I'm I'm proof of that, you know. Uh, it wasn't until my late 40s that I really launched both of my businesses. And I just really want women to know that, that it's not too late, you're not too old. Yeah, And also just to make sure that that second half of their life, like I said, doesn't just happen to them, that they're going at it with intention and, you know, a really clear vision of what they want it to look like. You know, they used to think 40 was over the hill, but 40 is the new 30, right? (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more because majority of my career as a financial advisor and leading teams to also coach financial advisors to run their business Majority of our clients come in around the age of 45 right through because we help them acquire their wealth, we help them build different wealth streams and also make sure that they can protect their wealth surpassing that. And with that, I had so many insightful conversations with this group of clients to really get into that insight because many of them would have kids, their kids would be adults, their adult kids would have left home and there you go, emptiness. They would yes. potentially gone through a different marriage background and they might have blended families. So they might experience different types of relationship, dealing with different blended families. And then they also have different goals. A lot of them had been in their career for a number of years and wanting to go, what else can I transition my skill sets of acquired now to another stage and also make a difference? So you have so many areas that you can bring in so many influence for them to make the next stage of their life the best part of their lives. So I cannot wait to see how that is going to make such a big difference in your business. So tell us one vision that a client of yours that you journey with had experienced that next stage of their lives and maybe that could Give us some insight around how you bring them on that journey. Yeah, yeah. So I've got a lady that I'm working with uh, at the moment who um, her and her husband have a business. They have a family. One child has already left home. The other's, you know, a teenager. They're going to be leaving home soon. She really wants to make sure that she creates that, you know, intentional second half of her life, like I mentioned earlier. So we're working on a couple of things. We're working on her spending time with not only her husband and children, but also her aging parents, because, you know, once we get to this age, quite often we're either just wanting to spend quality time with them or 
potentially caring for them. So she's really wanting to make sure she creates enough time and space in her life to focus on her relationships. The other one, the big one, and you alluded to it earlier, was she and her husband want to make sure that they can become debt-free uh, and have a have a really secure, solid retirement. So we're working through plans around that. I'm not a financial planner, but, you know, working through her plans and what that looks like in terms of paying off their house and all that sort of so forth. And then she also hasn't been taking care of herself. Like a lot of the women that I speak to, they, their mums and, you know, their children are getting to that age of, you know, teenagers or leaving home and all of a sudden, you know, we sort of look around and realise that we've been looking after everyone else for so long and we haven't prioritised ourselves. So that's the other one. It's a lot of the time it's it's our health and nutrition and physical activity. So we're going to be working on, on that as well. So a few different areas of her life we're going to be touching on in our time together. Audience, you can see how much you can actually grow and learn through this level of coaching on so many aspects. And also want to add another element that is coming to play quite significantly is that a lot of age group after 40 is starting to look after more of the aging parents as well. And so understanding how to look after your aging parents is another element that is massive into the world of coaching and living the next half of your life. So that's something that Kaya can definitely help you out. Um, Kaya, I would love to hear, you know, you have been a business owner for so, so many years already. You've got significant around of background and skills. If our audience were to curiously you know, want to know what is the biggest challenge in business, what would you be able to share with them and how you have overcome maybe one or two business challenges and um, share with us, you know, what tools or tips that, you know, is something that you integrate and practice very much into your business? Mm, yeah, good question. So my other business in financial services was an existing business that I took over. So it came with a lot of overheads. It came with a retail space. It came with um, a team of four people. So one of the biggest challenges with that was the, the, the startup costs and managing cash flow early on in that business and the remuneration model that we work under in the mortgage broking industry, some of the some of the revenue that we get sort of builds up over time. It's not necessarily an upfront payment. If you like, you know, if you're going to purchase something, you pay all your money up front and so forth. So it is a little bit of a slow burn. So definitely that cash flow challenge and managing those overheads up front in that business. And similarly in the coaching business, I guess as well, it's that managing that that startup phase and that time where you're seemingly doing all of the work for no reward. So one of the biggest things that I did, aside from the, the practical stuff like cash flow planning and business strategic planning, if you like, was really working on, you know, my thoughts and, and my beliefs around that and just being conscious that I always get by, things always work out, there's always enough. The other big challenge aside from that, you know, the cash flow side when I started with the, the finance business that I'm in, no sooner did I take over that business, but there was a Royal Commission into our industry. And that threatened our livelihood, if you like. 
And that was scary as a new business owner in that industry. What I came to during that time was the thought that, you know what, I can't control external circumstances. I can't control what the government decide and implement. I just have to double down, you know, head down, bum up, as they say, double down, focus in on what we know, what we're good at, the team that I've got, the amazing clients that we've got, focus on what we do know and what we can control and just double down on that. Uh, And that's what we did. And thank goodness it all turned out okay. And then similarly with COVID as well, again, not focusing on external circumstances, just focusing on what we know and knowing that everything will be okay and we can't control pandemics just as we can't control government decisions around the industry that I worked in. Yeah. I really, really love the way you have that self-concept around, you know what, despite what is happening externally in our world, whether it's a global pandemic or whether it's Royal Commission, you know what, we all can find a solution within ourselves and what is available and make good out of that because ultimately there's so many skills, tools and techniques within what we have acquired over the years in our career that we can Mm. make a difference and use that to support each other. And ultimately when, you know, Kaya, you mentioned around dealing with our own mindset, our brain, our brain is such a powerful tool. And once Mm. we're able to really shift the mindset that we carry, and we like to think about the difference between, you know, stories and the facts, you know, a lot of times our brain plays so much on stories, but is that Mm. true? And so the facts that we want to piece together and go, is that evidence that we want to make sure that it is true? If not, what can we do different? And how we can apply so many different techniques, tools, and strategies? And more often than not, the very basic ones that I want to add to what Kaya has mentioned was showing up consistently. There's so many tools out there that the apps are at free version before you can upgrade them to paid version. Oh, yeah. They can access them for free. There's so many people out there who wants to help other entrepreneurs, you know, get started and, you know, start going to your programs, do your masterclass, do your free training, and then get to know what else you can integrate in your world, your knowledge, whether it's marketing, finance, profit, cash flow, leading teams, leading self, making sure that your business is running as a tight ship is going to make such a mm. difference. So for us entrepreneurs, you know what, is something that is going to continue to be an ever-evolving way of doing things, the new normal we call them. And so yeah. applying them, keep such a positive outlook And that is going to make such a big difference into the world of finance and banking. And I would love to invite Kaya to tell us, you know what, over COVID-19, obviously we've gone through so much. What do you do to make sure that you integrate self-care strategies as an entrepreneur? And what do you do to have fun, to really enjoy your business despite the various, you know, demands or expectations or timelines or structure that could be quite rigid that is, you know, directed by the government or, you know, legislation. How did you manage to navigate through that? 
<laughs> One thing I did do was go back to Pilates. Like I committed to going back to Pilates, to giving myself two, not even two hours, just under two hours a week, schedule it in into my diary every single week. On a Monday morning, I do my planning for the week and I make sure I book my two classes in. This morning, for an example, I, was, I had a really busy week this week and I was struggling to find the time. So I am not a morning person, but this morning I took myself off to Pilates at 6.30 because it is important. So I do that. I may just at times just tune into my body and how I'm feeling and I might just go and lay on the lounge for 10 minutes and get a book out to recharge myself. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be extravagant. In summer, I love to just grab a coffee and just go walk along the beach or what have you. I do love my work and my career. So it is a real conscious thing for me because if I had a choice between relaxing and work, nine times out of 10, I'll, I'll choose work because that's it's one of my highest values. I love it so much. But when I'm not feeling it and when I'm feeling like I need to rest, I absolutely allow that. And I don't beat myself up for it. And that took some practice coming from a corporate background, coming from a finance background, because that's not what you do in corporate. You don't listen to your body and go and rest when you need to. You just keep going because that's just what you do. So that's been a learned thing for me. But yeah, that's what I do. (laughs) So many different relaxing techniques and methods that our audience can also take away. Sometimes we just need that gentle reminder that we do need to set aside time to play and relax and rest Mm. and that we need to listen to our body because our body speaks to us and we're such a temple. When we feel our body with so much rest, you know, eating the right habits, making sure that our brain is recharged through reading, listening to podcasts or, you know, doing a nano course, it could be, so so good for the soul so thank you so much Kaya for you know sharing with us all your nuggets of wisdom what you do in your business all your tools and tips for our audience and last but not least before we wrap this up I would love to ask you this question if you have got a camera that you can see any part in any world, in any aspect, where would you put that camera and what would you spy on? Oh, wow. That's interesting. No one's ever asked me that before. If I had a camera, where in the world would I put it? I have, oh, wow. Um, You've stumped me, Jocelyn. Not many people stump me. This is going to be really weird, but what popped into my brain is the White House and I have no idea why. I don't follow American politics at all, really, but something just fascinates me about it so I'm gonna say like the Oval Office in the White House very random I know very random (laughs) that is cool that is cool thank you so much for sharing that thought with us and what comes through the gut feel I really really enjoy having this conversation with you where can our audience find you if they want to work with you as a life and success coach for age 40 and above Yes, so I hang out mostly on Facebook and you can find me at Kaya Hunter Coaching. So it's K-A-I-A Hunter Coaching. And I am on Instagram, Kaya underscore Hunter over on Instagram. So either of those places, you will find me hanging out there. Awesome. So thank you once again for sharing and you know where to find Kaya when you want to also get coaching from her. 
because she has got so much insights and she will help you thrive in the next half of your best life. So, bye for now. Thanks. Hey, if you're ready to make money as a coach, I want to personally invite you to work with me. Just head on to my website, www.jocelynchong.com.au and we'll see you on the inside.